Hello, this is Eric Johnson, the brand. And Aaron Thigpen, the source. Today's topic, or podcast, will be the high school versus travel ball debate. What should take priority in an athlete's career? This is an interesting topic, Aaron. Over the years, you and I have talked a lot about this. And this debate is at a very high point at this time. And especially with the situation right now with Corona, uh, it becomes a, a big debate now because the high school season is virtually over at this time. And club ball team and the interaction with collegiate coaches it p- plays a huge role. But it's always played a huge role because you're spending more t- time with your club ball team from the fall to the winter and then you're with your high school team for three months and then you're back to your club ball team for another 10 weeks in the summer so the debate is is there now and it needs to be talked about because the college coaches understand that they spend a lot of time talking to us travel ball or club ball coaches what would you say to and again this might just be a local Phenomena, but what do you say to these athletes whose high school programs are asking for more off-season time? It's an interesting debate now because it seems like our goal, Aaron, you and our goal has always been to help the athlete. We don't care what they're doing. I've always had that flexibility to say, hey, listen, you need to go to your high school training program or go to your practice because that's important because playing for your high school is a big deal. It was a big deal for me, and I'm sure it was a big deal for you too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's important that our club ball teams need to be flexible with that idea. But on the other hand, we need to have a partnership with the high school too that allows that athlete to feel comfortable to go to their club ball stuff and not be penalized at their high school. And, and that's, I, that's, and that's the predicament that these athletes are caught in is this push-pull and and it's sometimes presented to them as an either-or versus an and, you know, the two working together. The parents are always stressed out about it. The athletes are stressed out about it because you've got the politics of hey, if I don't go to this off-season training workout with the high school team, then what's going to be the ramifications of that when we get in season and the coach is picking the roster spots? Yeah, that's a tough debate. And these kids shouldn't be in that position. There's no way. How do you get the most out of an athlete when they're stressed out in either environment? Whether they're coming to our club ball practice or their high school practice and they're always like, being tugged here or there, that's not fair to this to this athlete at all. And I think the most important thing is to get that athlete to relax and be able to function. Our position has always been, you can do both. It doesn't hurt you. But understand that your value or your training is being done a lot at the club level. There is a plan. At our club, there's a plan. We have sports performance. We have baseball training development. We have college recruiting. We have all that involved there. And we want to work the high school. There should be a partnership. But we don't see partnerships locally. You know, There are certain high school programs I see locally that are like, hey, 
open arms. We want to work with you and because we want to work and help that athlete. And with those partnerships that we have, I'm open arms with those high schools. Hey, listen, how can we help you? Yes, we want that athlete to go there and, and participate with you. We have no problem with that. We need to work together. Now we're trying to help the athlete instead of hurt the athlete. Right. I get that. And I'm a kind of a bottom line guy. I have to be because I'm in development. People coming to me for results. So when you have that scenario, you know, from my standpoint, I got to say there's only so many training hours in a day. Where are you going to spend them? And what's going to be the return on those training hours, i.e. your improvement as an athlete, your enjoyment of the activity, and ultimately, does it get you closer to your goal? I'd have to err on the side most times of the clubs. A well-run club. Right. A well-run club. Yeah. Definitely. But there's error. also well-run high school programs. Right. But when you start to add the exposure component, I think the clubs have an advantage over the high school programs. Maybe I'm wrong. I but... think they do, Aaron. And I, I think you're right. And the reason why is because you have a longer season in club ball the athlete is with their club ball team a lot more hours they're training with them a lot more hours they're going out to high level tournaments across the country and colleges can come to those colleges can come to high school games but it's tough for them because their seasons run parallel to each other you see, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. why the colleges can't come out and watch all the high school games like they used to. Mm -hmm. Plus, NCAA has rules and regulations about how many times you can go out and see an athlete. And if we have a club ball team, I mean, a high school team that, that, that is playing during the middle of the week, and then you have this college team, they have to be in town to see that, that athlete they want to see. It's not as easy. It's not like scouting Major League Baseball where you have all these scouts coming to games and they have no other commitment. Right. But remember, these colleges have other have athletes on their team that they're trying to develop to to get to Major League Baseball. Right. Yeah, I get that because I also ask that some of the high school athletes who are really you know concerned about playing for the high school team, and I ask them about the my exposure question to them as well. Who on your team? is at the level that scouts are going to come out to. And if there's no one on your team and you're not at that level, well, they're not coming out to your games. That is so that's so true. I I can't I can't tell you enough, you know, I think colleges want to see the matchup. Mhm. Mm you know, if they're going to come out and watch a high school game, they want to see the matchup. They want to see you versus that guy. Now I've got two guys I want to see. Yeah. But if they're just coming in to exclusively watch you and you're playing a team that's not so good and you're just overpowering the team, that's that scout really didn't get any information. They're like, oh, well, we're going to have to see this guy again. So what do they do? They wait to the summer season or the fall season where they know you're going to play in this advanced tournament. And you're going right. to go here and play there. And you're going to have good matchups and competition's going to be right. good. I see what you're saying. And now they can judge you better. You know, they might say, hey, listen, okay, we'll come and watch you. Yeah, they watch you. But guess what? We're going to have to come and see you again. Right. And we're going to have to come and see you again. Remember, colleges aren't going to go on a one-shot thing anymore. 
They're going to want to see you two, three, four, five times to make sure. If they're going to make an investment on you from your education standpoint and as a baseball player, then they're going to want to see you multiple times. How do you do that? Well, your club team exposes you to that. Now, with that said, I, it, it brings to mind um, there also can be an opportunity, but an athlete needs to recognize that opportunity in terms of if you're on a team that has that superstar athlete and you know the scouts are going to be coming to see that athlete, you should be prepared too. Because even though they're not coming to see you specifically, you may get discovered. And it, it comes to mind because I had a, a picture a couple years ago uh, out of Berkeley that you know threw 94 miles an hour. And he was a first round draft pick. And his best buddy was the catcher. And, you know, all eyes were on the pitcher, but I pulled the catcher aside and said, look, this guy's throwing you every game. And this guy's a high caliber recruit. If you catch this guy well, this is an opportunity for you also to get to be noticed. And it was something that, you know, didn't occur to him. But I think a lot of athletes need to look at, if they're in that situation where they've got one or two blue chippers on their squad, hey, be ready. Just don't resign yourself to think, well, okay, they're coming to see Joe, so you know, it doesn't really matter what I do. Aaron. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I love I mean, that. You, you, to me, there's always a way to you know, take advantage of a situation and make the most out of it. So in that, so in that instance, I think, why not? You're both on the field at the same time. The guy is there. Produce. I love that, Aaron. And I'll take the next that on a lot of these scouting questionnaires from these colleges. It says, who are the top players on your team? Mm. And it's there for a reason. Because the colleges go, okay, they have these three top players. This player's, you know, interest, interested in our, our school, our college. And uh, let's go watch him play. He's got these three guys. This guy must be pretty good. You got all these good athletes. Let's go check this guy out. So, like you said, there's an opportunity. It's always there. And opportunity is there a lot more often than you think. It's good to know for the college or the excuse me, the high school, the athletes. Because yeah. I don't think that's something they they really think about. I don't think it, they do. And I think this debate goes on constantly. There's always this this tug of war between the high school and this club ball coach. There shouldn't be a tug of war. We're there to help the athlete, number one. Our goal, Aaron, and you and I goal for all these years has been to help that athlete. And we know that they spend majority of their time at the club ball level. And they're training with their sports performance coach. There's that relationship. That's so huge. And I think athletes, parents, you understand that and not be afraid afraid of the situation rather to embrace it and it's not about choosing things it's not about oh, you better choose this that's not what this is about it's about development of this person holistically because the sport's going to end one day and this is a life lesson that i think a lot of people need to understand excellent great way to end the, the discussion all right, this is Eric Johnson, the brand. And Aaron Thigpen, the source. We'll see you next time. <laughs>